welcome to the Finance, Faith, and Freedom Show with your host, me, Zani. I am a Christian mama, life and business coach, and a course creator, and I help driven Christian mamas turn their expertise into an impactful and profitable online course business in just 30 days so that you can have the impact that you really desire, the income, and the freedom to be the present mom that you always wanted to be and we're gonna do this by working on our relationship with God putting together strategies in place and the mindset piece to become that woman who has this life that she always desired so come along with me as I go through weekly episodes and I have monthly guests coming online to talk about their businesses and how they're doing it as a Christian mama with the Lord so happy to have you here let's dive into today's episode Hello, hello, YouTube. Hi, podcast. Hello, welcome to another episode of the Finance, Faith, and Freedom Show with me, Zani. I'm really excited about what I'm going to be talking about today. How is everybody doing? I hope you're doing well. Let's dive into today's episode. What I'm going to be talking about to you about with you today is about the power of gratitude and thanksgiving. These two things, I mean, the Bible speaks about it so much, but we're going to look at two particular places two particular cases in the Bible where Jesus demonstrated how thanksgiving and praise and gratitude allowed him for multiplication, right? So if you want to see miracles in your life, you want to see miracles in your business, your finances, in joy, faith, love, you want a multiplication of these things, gratitude and thanksgiving is going to be key for you. So let's get started with today's episode. Let's start with a quick prayer and then we can dive deep into the word of God and what he is saying to us, especially in these times. Okay, so let's get started. Oh, Heavenly Father, we are so grateful. We're so thankful for you. Thank you for all that you've done. Thank you, oh God, for your blessings. Thank you for your word. Thank you, oh God, for the messages that you sent to us. Thank you for understanding. I thank you, oh God, for wisdom. I thank you for knowledge. I pray, oh God, that we will apply your word and use it in our lives, oh God, to bear the fruits of the abundance and the miracles that we desire. I thank you, oh God, for speaking through your word to me. And I pray, oh God, that I will speak, oh God, in the way that you desire for these women to learn and to be activated and be encouraged oh god use me as your vessel as always in jesus precious name we pray amen and amen i'm so grateful i am so grateful honestly like you guys know one of the things i loved about prayer is that i get to thank god and i pray very much with thanksgiving i love to thank god because when we think about it god is so good to us you know and obviously this is valentine's day today and everybody's on about love and so obviously the bible app i'm reading if you're not reading the bible app you should read the bible app bible app is talking all about um basically uh the love right love of god and when we really look at this world that we're living in and when we think about it that jesus left heaven where there was no sickness no disease where he was just living a life of just being you know glorified and just having an amazing life to step down into creation the place that he created which also means of sin and death and shame and pain he stepped down here and then he went and he died the most gruesome death 
because he loved you, because he loved me. And so what greater love is it than what Jesus displayed, right, on that cross? And so that's another thing why I love Jesus as well. He just makes things so simple and he makes things so easy. I'm like, Jesus, you do not overcome. He does not overcomplicate anything. And so this is why I love the New Testament and just hearing about Jesus's walk here on this earth because we as humans, we tend to overcomplicate so many things. And he's like, no, just be simple. Let's start off, right, with, first of all, so I could go to so many scriptures in the Bible where God was giving, where the Bible talk about giving thanks, right? Give thanks with a grateful heart, right? And everything, give thanks with praise and supplication, right? In Philippians, give thanks to God, right? Those were encouragement. But let's look at actually living that word, right? Because it's one thing to read it, but how do we live it? And so it goes to Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, which is the testimony of Jesus when he walked this earth, right? And he demonstrated all of these things. He demonstrated how thanksgiving and praise and just giving gratitude to God allowed him to perform miracles, right? It was it happened in, so we're going to go through two passages today. It happened in Matthew 14, which was the feeding of the 5,000. I'm going to go through that a little bit with you. And it happened in John 11 many more times, but these are the two that we're going to be looking at. And then it happened in John 11, where basically Jesus um, called for Lazarus. This is, this is when he called Lazarus forth, right? My lighting again is going so dark. This happens all the time, but never mind, right? So this is where Lazarus came forth. And I'm going to show you again how Jesus did that through thanksgiving, through praise. So let's dive in first into Matthew 14, 13 to 21. And I'm not going to go through all of it. Of course, it's the feeling of the 5,000. So obviously Jesus was, um, he went away um, to a remote place because he wanted to pray, but then the crowds came and followed him. This is from verse 13. And then Jesus saw the large crowd. He stepped forth from the boat and he started to heal the sick, right? Because he had compassion on them. And so he was doing all of that. But then the disciples realized it was getting late. And therefore he was like, Jesus, they were like, Jesus, we have to send away this crowd because, you know, they're going to get hungry. It's getting late. There's no food here. But Jesus says, that's not necessary. You feed them. And then the disciple says, but we only have five loaves and two fish, which they got from a little boy who was there. And Jesus says, bring them here. Then he told the people to sit down on the grass. This is 19. Jesus told the five loaves and two fish, looked up towards heaven and blessed them. Then breaking the loaves into pieces, he gave the bread to disciples who distributed to the people. And they all ate as much as they wanted. And afterwards, the disciples picked up 12 baskets of leftovers. About 5,000 men were fed that day, in addition to women and children. So that's 5,000 plus women and plus children, which probably might be like 7,000, right? Like, let's think about it, right? It's multiplied. So this shows that Jesus, what did he do to multiply five loaves of bread and two fishes? Two fish. How did he do that? He took them, he looked up to heaven, and he blessed them. Some, some, um, some versions would say he gave thanks to God for them. He didn't say, God, multiply this bread. Because obviously God knew that he, knew he wanted it to be multiplied. God knows exactly what's going on. But what did Jesus do? He gave thanks. He said, God, thank you that we have this stat, right? We have this five loaf and these two fish. And I know that you are going to multiply it to feed these people. So thank you for that right now. It's already done. And he started to distribute it. He did not wait to see 
see it all come together, he started to give that to that, give that. And the more he started to do it, the more he did that. So that is one instance right there in the scripture where Jesus is showing us that what we are supposed to do in everything that we desire to have more of is to give thanks for the little that we have. So let's talk about practicality, right? Right now in your life, and maybe let's talk about business as a as Christian moms, right? We have this skill. We have an expertise. We have a knowledge that God is calling us to serve other people with. But one, we probably don't even know how to start. We want to create a course, but we don't know where to begin. How do we sell it? How do we make money from it? All of those questions are coming to mind. The first thing that you need to do is to give thanks. God, thank you that you have given me a gift. Thank you, Jesus, that you have given me this experience, this knowledge, this expertise. I am so thankful that you have already equipped me. Now show me the next step. Show me the guidance that I need to take. Show me what is it that you want me to do. And then be obedient. So Jesus distributed the fish and the loaves after he had done saying prayers for it, right? So now you're going to be like, God, show me the next step. And then I'm going to take the action. That is key, okay? We have to do that. This is what I want to come across here with number one. So when we give thanks, we need to take the action from the guided steps that God is going to be giving to us. This is the key to multiplication, right? Not just give thanks and then just sit there, give thanks and then do the action, distribute, take up the, the like, you know, create a course, um, follow the right people, start to learn new skills, learn to market, learn to sell, right? You can't just sit down there and just think that, that that's just it. Thank you, God, that we have given, you have given me this skill, this knowledge, you've equipped me already. I believe I'm capable now. Now, my job now, oh God, is to take the, 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 the aligned action that you're asking me to take. Where is it that you want me to go with this? What is it that you want me to do? That is always key in, build, in um, basically, multiplication right so let's look at lazarus let's look at lazarus now which is in john 11 um john 11 and i'm going to be reading from the nlt from verse 41 and so obviously in the background with lazarus is that um jesus was really good friends with lazarus and his sisters mary and martha and he left um he probably had visited them before then he left and he went to do his work in other towns and other cities and then mary and martha sent word that their brother lazarus took sick he was ill and so jesus um got the message what he was doing with about his business and then he got another message that he died and so he waited yet another day or so i'm not quite sure i'm not going to read the entire thing and then he went to visit them so when he came now mary and martha was like jesus he didn't have to come he's already dead you know the, you know we, i sent the message i thought you would have come when he was sick but he's already dead so there's no need you know and jesus was like that's fine i'm here and all of those things so now he went up to the tomb and the and the scripture says that um mary and martha was like no don't go because jesus said to him remove the stone and they were like, no, the orders stink. He's been there a couple of days. He's been there for four days. And then I'm reading for 40 now. And Jesus said, did I not tell you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? So they took away the stone. Then Jesus looked up and said, this is the part I want you to pay attention to. From verse 41, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. 
I knew that you I knew that you always hear me, but I said this for the benefit of the people standing here, that they may believe that you have sent me. And 43 says, when he had said this, Jesus called out in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. And the dead man came out, his hands and his feet wrapped in strips of linen and a cloth around his face. And Jesus says, take off those clothes and let him go. But let's go back to 41, right? He, this is the thing, Jesus did not have to say these things to these people, but he said it out loud so that they can hear that Father God sent him. So if you are, if you know that God has sent you into this world right now to create a bigger impact, to be able to have financial freedom, to take care of your family, to impact lives, to serve others, you know that that's what God has called you to do then your job right now is to figure out how you're going to do it, right? How are you going to do it in the most easiest, simplest way, quickest way if possible as well, but also doing it in a way that it honors God, right? Because we don't want to do quick shortcuts and then we are like, you know, being sleazy and all these things. We want to make sure it honors God. And so he says, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. He did not pray and be like, God, send forth Lazarus, let him raise from the dead. He didn't go on like that. All he said, Father, I thank you. I thank you that you have heard my prayers. Thank you that you see me, right? I know that you always hear me. You always see me. And for this, and I say this for the benefit of the people standing here, that they may believe that you have sent me. So the point number two that I have for you as well is that we have to be vocal with our thanks, right? We have to be vocal with our thanksgiving. We have to do it every single day. We have to have a life of gratitude. We have to have a life of thanksgiving, not just one-off. Every single day, you use your voice and you say, God, thank you. Father, I thank you for this thing. I thank you for this gift. I thank you for this experience. I thank you for this, this knowledge. I am so grateful. I know you hear me. You know my desires, God. Show me the next step, right? So these are the things that we need to really pay attention to when we want to multiply what God has already given to us. So we need to acknowledge, first of all, that we are giving thanks to God and that we need to take the desired steps after. We need to take the aligned action, the guidance that God has given to us. And then we need to be vocal with our thanks, right? Not just one. The um, Philippians says to give thanks continuously. Give thanks all the time, right? And we need to say it out loud, not just in our hearts. We need to be grateful for the things that we have, right? And so I want to wrap up now with the third simple point with Thanksgiving. The third simple point is to truly feel it. Sometimes we could just be vocal and say things because we know that it's the right thing. What about if we really feel into that gratitude, really feel into that love, really feel into that thanksgiving, really feel into that praise? That is going to really shift a lot of things for you because we know in the spiritual realm, right, our emotions and our feelings, they really activate us. They activate the, the work of God. They activate the things that, right, because the Bible says faith is a substance, right? It's the same way. Belief, belief is faith right and so therefore if you are sharing feeling gratitude towards something you are only going to multiply that said thing i cannot tell you the amount of time that i have just been sitting and being so grateful for the things i have in my life and i receive even more of that so here is the key for miracles in your life 
The key to miracles in your life is to give thanks, to give praise, to experience gratitude, to share gratitude. So let's recap a little bit, right? So the first thing that you're going to do is to be vocal with those thanksgiving. Thank you, God. I'm so grateful for this thing, right? Secondly, you are going to take action after you've already give thanks. You're going to do the thing. God, show me what's the next steps. What's the guidance? Thank you so much. Then I'm going to do this because I already know it is already done. I thank you for it. I've already thanked you. It's here, right? It's already done. And then the third thing is to truly believe, truly believe that what God has already placed within you is already yours and to truly feel that gratitude, feel that thanksgiving, feel that praise. Not just do it because God said to do it, not just do it because I am saying to do it, but really feel into that and live a life of gratitude, live a life of thanksgiving. I always like to just like compare Christianity to other non-believers, right? In the online space, I always share this, and I share this in the last video as well. In the online space, we see so many people who are non-believers, who don't believe in Jesus Christ, who are having massive successes in their businesses. They're making so much money. They have time freedom, all of these things. One thing that they all, they all practice is gratitude. All of them practice gratitude because gratitude is a law for abundance. It is the law for abundance. I'm telling you, I've done multiple programs with people who are Christians, who are non-Christians, and they always bring this in. It's called the energetics, right? And they talk about gratitude and just being so grateful for the life that you have because they understand this law that when you put it, what you put out is what you get back, right? The proverb says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So therefore, if you are living a life of gratitude, you're always thinking of gratitude. You are basically focusing on the things that you have. You're focusing on the overflow that you have. You're focusing on the positives that you have, right? And this is where it's important. I literally heard, I literally heard um, uh, one of my favorite teachers, he was saying about the Garden of Eden about Adam and Eve. And Zaina, no. Mommy. No. Yes, I, I came here to help you. It's... Trying to do a live stream with your child. Zaina, what, what did we say about cookies after? Thank Bye. You. Thank you. All right, we're wrapping up. All Bye. right. So, as I was saying, he was saying that in in the Garden of Eden, Adam and Eve, they basically focused on the lack. They literally had everything that they needed in the Garden of Eden. Jesus, God gave them everything. They didn't need anything. Actually, they weren't even clothed. They didn't have to say work for food. They were fed everything that they needed, right? But what did the snake say to them, this, to Eve? He said, what is it that you don't have? God is holding this back from you, this knowledge of good and evil, whatever that was, right? She focused on the lack. And after all of the things that she had, she still wanted this one thing that she did not have. Actually, I, I heard him say, Adam is Myron Golden. <coughs> he said, um, Adam and Eve had everything. The only thing that they lacked was luck. They lacked luck, right? The one thing that they did not have was that they lacked things and therefore they went towards that one thing that they did not have 
and that's so many of our lives right we have so many great things going for us but therefore we are looking at the one thing that we don't have we're looking at the one thing that's not going right we look at the one thing that doesn't feel good and then we make everything else about that one thing that we don't have how about if we focus on the good things that we do have how about we focus on the one thing that was going right in our lives right and i had to tell really remind one of my friends this week about just focusing on what is going good in your life how about you know in business we feel like if things are not working oh nobody's buying this is not happening how about if we look at okay today what can i do to move the needle forward how can i use what i already have now how can i create more good content how can i speak more to my ID clients what are the things that i can do right now that is going to move the needle forward for me the positive thinking right and how can i just be grateful and give thanks and praise god that i actually have a business that I get to work from home with my kids you know Zena just walked in here in my life right I get to work from home with my kids and I get to make money impact lives and all of these amazing things I am grateful for that okay and I think when we really just continuously try to just keep our minds and our eyes on the price on the good things that we do have God is going to multiply it and so before I wrap up one thing I just want to encourage us with as well is that what we put in is what we're going to get out. Again, whatsoever a man think in his heart, so is he. So you need to obviously start to journal out. Journal out every single day. I am so grateful. That's a huge tip I want to leave with you right now. Every single day I journal, I am so grateful. I am so grateful for the sunshine. I'm so grateful for life. I am so grateful. I give thanks for this perfect day. This is one of my affirmations as well. I give thanks for this perfect day of completion. Today I'm going to experience miracles upon miracles, wonders I will never see cease for me today i say these things out loud vocally that's point up number two sorry that i just shared with you is being vocal about your thanksgiving give thanks because what you put out is gonna get come right back to you so i would really 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 suggest for you every single day journal out something that you're grateful for in my um, discover your inner power journal that's available on amazon i have like every day there are journal prompts there's a point on the, each day to write three things that you're grateful for and that's what i journal out in my day i'm so grateful find something to be grateful for first thing you're alive today you're grateful for that right obviously you have health and strength you can get off your bed you have kids you have family you have loved ones write what you're grateful for and just feel into that like really feel it and enjoy it and love it and thank god for it because he is going to multiply that for you okay and so before I go off again, I want to let you know that one of the things that I do in my program where I help Christian moms to package and turn their expertise into an impactful online course and a profitable online course is really get into this becoming, right? And so one of the main focus that I focus on is becoming that person who focuses on what is going good. Be so optimistic. Be so joyfully expectant of the good things that are coming into your life that you have no time to look at the lack you have no time to look at what's not working you have no time to look at the past it's 
continuously moving forward, forgiving yourself, giving thanks, and really, really trusting God, right? And so if this is you right now, and you know, you are so caught up in the one thing that you're lacking, you're so caught up in the things that are not working, you're so caught up in feeling stuck, and you want to shift from that into a growth mindset, you want to be able to just live a life of gratitude so that you can experience the multiplication of God in your life, I would love to have a chat with you. And that multiplication will also include income, impact, and freedom. That's what we're on about here, right? It's about experiencing the tangible things that God has for us by really preparing ourselves and becoming that person where we are exercising the word of God and we are really modeling Christ and his behavior. And so today is about Thanksgiving. I just showed you the two ways in which Jesus was giving thanks and his Thanksgiving really created a miracle of bringing forth life, of multiplication, of feeding people. And that goes to show, and I love that that multiplication was in a sense of um, abundance when it comes to like financial or whatever it may be, because some people may be like, well, it doesn't mean that I need more joy. It means more peace. I mean, no, literally it was feeding people, right? It was people's needs, the everyday needs of hunger. They were being met by Jesus giving thanks. So therefore that is just showing us that we get to experience financial abundance, income, freedom, impact, when we learn to live a life of gratitude and to really be grateful feeling it and not just saying it, living it and really doing it every single day of our lives, okay? So I want to thank you so much for joining me. Those of you who are watching the replay, make sure you put in the comment what was one of your biggest takeaway and how you're going to shift your own life now to move from a space of scarcity and lack and into gratitude and thanksgiving every single day of your life. I promise you, you will feel more joyful, you'll feel more loved, and you will experience a multiplication of the abundance and the things that you are giving thanks for. All right. So thank you for joining me today. Don't mind the interruption with Zaino. This is how it is with mom life. But I'm so grateful I was able to share this with you. I pray this has touched you. And don't forget to join me next week Wednesday again where God is going to give me another message to bring to you that we can implement into our own lives so that we can experience the abundance that he has for us all right and of course if you're ready to create your online course business to become that person to prepare yourself for the success to be able to speed up your abundance and to be able to become that person that God wants you to be while you have the freedom the impact and the income that you desire reach out to me let's have a quick chat about working together and how that will look like for you okay Take care, ladies. Thanks for joining me. And until next week, bye-bye. I am so happy that you chose to be here with us. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. And I would love for you to do me a quick favor. Go over to Apple Podcasts now and rate us a five-star review that's going to push this podcast out to more amazing Christian mamas. Don't forget to follow us on Spotify and share this episode with other Christian mamas so that we can reach so much more and grow this podcast into something of a movement. So thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate you and I will speak with you on the next episode. Take care. Bye.